Namaskaram, and welcome to Indrasir, podcast of Vedic Ministry and Press, LLC. Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sukhandim Pushtivardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanam Ritur Mukshya Mamritat Svaha. So, I just was recently informed that they're voting in New Hampshire tomorrow on June 24th on um, the budget. Well, it's basically some type of uh, legislation that's accompanying the budget, House Bill 2. And um, I've only read the paraphrases and such that people are talking about. Um, But I have to say that uh, it's very, uh, very unfortunate. The Republicans, you know, the, the Democrats last year gave the what I call the skeleton key to Governor Sununu. And now the Republicans um, have also spent the last six months doing the same thing. And with their vote tomorrow, they will most likely uh, put the stamp of approval on the continued skeleton key uh, that Governor, Governor Sununu has. Now, what is the skeleton key? Well, skeleton key, as you know, it's the key that unlocks everything. It's kind of, you know, something that's talked about in movies and stories and whatever. <clears throat> and um, this, so the skeleton key is this, you know, public health emergency, these emergency orders, um, the ability to declare a state of emergency and then to suspend statutes and to suspend constitutionally enumerated rights, God-given unalienable rights endowed to us uh, by our creator. And um, so that's the skeleton key. And um, I also call it the skeleton key because the skeleton represents death. And this key, this thing that has been this power, which has been this illegitimate power, which has been um, uh, given to various executives and throughout the country um, and various other agencies and public bodies is not only the death of our country, the death of the founding premise of our country, which is that government is established to secure our rights, that we have inalienable rights that are endowed to us by our creator. Um, not only is it a death of that premise of our country, but it's also going to be the death of people, unfortunately, I believe, because, uh, God forbid, I don't want any harm or death to come to anyone. I want everyone to <clears throat> live a free, prosperous um, you know, and uh, virile life, having a wonderful family, and um, enjoying all the good things that a free, uh, free people enjoy. However, this uh, skeleton key of public health, health and safety, we have seen, has been has been exploited to put us into complete tyranny to destroy our economy. <clears throat> to destroy our children's education, to destroy our health through um, these vaccines, which uh, at minimum alter RNA. And from everything that I have seen and based on my own educational background, I believe that it is exceptionally plausible um, and probably most accurate to also say that they 
will long-term affect the DNA of individuals as well. Um, And yet the Republicans are going to be voting for a budget tomorrow um, or in kind of some amended, some legislation that's, I guess, accompanying the budget or something. I, I admit I don't fully understand all of it. I have many things to do and um, in, in investigating the particulars of this uh, reshuffling of uh, power and tyranny is uh, just not something I'm interested in looking into detailed, but I suggest that you do. And uh, if you'd like and um, see if my, what I gather from the paraphrases is, is true. But what I hear is that, the Republicans want to pass this um, legislation, want to pass this budget because the legislation will um, protect the life of the unborn, um, which is very good. Yes, absolutely. Um, it will, you know, lower taxes. That's also good. Absolutely. Um, and it will prevent uh, critical race theory from being taught in the schools, which I also think is very good. However, here's the problem. They also asked for this legislation, or at least some legislators advocated for this legislation to also include restraints on the governor's power and uh, essentially a restructuring of the emergency powers of the governor to restrain him in his, uh, basically the current statutes as as it is gives him a blank check so this proposed legislation was to restrain him from having that blank check to rein in some of his powers to exercise a republican form of government of checks and balances um but that was removed from the language and we're told that oh no we should still accept this budget because it protects the life of the unborn it lowers taxes and stops critical race theory perhaps among other things too. But here is the problem. The skeleton key of public health will undo all of those things. Okay, that's one of the problems. It will undo it. Okay, so it will protect the life of the unborn, but then it will, you know, help to uh, this this skeleton key, the governor's ability to continue uh, to at some point use these executive powers to implement these emergency orders and whatever, will harm those very children's lives that are born by perhaps subjecting them to vaccines, by subjecting them to masking, by subjecting them to um, disrupted education, uh, by subjecting them to uh, a destroyed economy. It will the the lower taxes um, will come at the price of, again, offering the governor the power to tell people who can work and who can't work and when they can work and when they can't work, deeming some people essential and some people non-essential. And the critical race theory, they say that they're saving us from something that's going to corrupt our children's image of themselves and of their society, yet the skeleton key of public health tyranny has done that and continues to do that. It continues to destroy our perception of humanity and who we are as human beings. So I don't really see this as a um, as a win. I see it as uh, as a buyout, uh, as a bait and switch, um, as a lemon. Um, because 
he's only they're only giving those things because those things don't matter. That's what I see. I see in the last year that the government and those in power are only willing to give what things they know don't matter because they can circumvent it. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what's going on tomorrow. And, um, you know, you, some people might say, well, it's hypothetical. We don't know that the governor soon is going to, you know, continue to issue orders. My understanding is he's let most of the orders lapse except for the actual emergency order itself. Um, but the problem is, is that he still has the ability to put those back in place. Um, there's this growing hype about the various variants and in particular the Indian variant or the Delta variant. And um, there's also, as I've mentioned several times in my podcast, uh, there is the declaration from the Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services of the United States of America uh, from February 4th, 2020, in which they basically say that this state of emergency, um, uh, this declaration that gives liability immunity to covered countermeasures for COVID and its variants um, will last until October 2024. So anybody that has this idea like, oh, you know, it's all good. Sununu's let his orders lapse. He's just keeping this, you know, the emergency order, the state of emergency going for what reason? Well, we don't know, but at least his orders are gone, right? Um, well, that's pretty naive because um, I think that we're going to see before 2024 more lockdowns, okay, more masking, uh, more interruption of education, more dictates about who's essential and who's non-essential. That's what I think. Um, and I can tell you, I, I, as we see from what he's already done, um, he will definitely do whatever he needs to do to protect everybody, uh, all of the rich and powerful from liability for experimental vaccines. Um, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, Pfizer Inc. gave $5,000 to Governor Sununu in his 2016 election. Pfizer Inc. is one of the main developers of a vaccine. And interestingly, we still have a state of emergency which covers uh, the liability, uh, removes liability for anybody that's um, distributing the vaccine, including the Pfizer vaccine. So, um, yeah, in summary, I don't think that this um, that this is a good trade. I think that uh, unfortunately, um, some people are being bought out, and uh, we see what the price is. That you know, basically, some of these Republicans feel that the price of our freedom um, is, and, and, and you know, I'm. I'll say this, I, I kind of like understand where they're coming from, but they, they probably look at it as like, well, the price of our freedom is keeping the unborn alive. Yeah, I, you know, I, I support keeping the, you know, the unborn uh, or yet to be born, you know, keeping them alive and letting them be born. But, um, but, but what we have to understand is that we're being given that in exchange for bringing those children into um, 
a world in which their freedom is going to be uh, taken. Now, that doesn't mean, obviously, that those children, we want those children to be born. But um, I think that what has to, uh, my point is, is that there's an exchange that's being offered to these people. Um, and I think a lot of these people, perhaps, uh, probably out of compassion and, and ethics, uh, think that the exchange is meaningful. But what they should really see it as is as a very um, evil exchange. And what they should really say is, no, we want protection for the unborn. We want lower taxes. We, we want to prevent, you know, critical race theory. And, and we want to end the, the public health tyranny. That's the full package. That's what we want. And in summary, without some protection and rectification around this ongoing problem of the public health tyranny, it will um, undermine the other things that they are advocating for. Um, so that's my opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I urge everybody to just keep, uh, try to stay up to date as much as possible. There's a lot of information out there. Um, but, you know, continue to observe and watch who, you know, what folks are doing and, um, ask why they're doing it. And when the, uh, you know, uh, when the opportunity comes to uh, vote again next time, make sure that you, well, first of all, we got to fix the, the voting stuff. Make sure that we have like mechanical voting machines, not digital. Um, but when voting comes around, um, as long as it's not corrupt, hopefully we can properly change who's in office and um, change the, uh, the direction of our country. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to Indra Sierra. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti.